0: The Masculine Journey starts here now.
1: Welcome to the Masculine Journey radio show. We're so glad you've joined us today. We're in the midst, I guess, guys, of this Christmas season. So many things going on around us, so many things to do, so many places to go, so many people to see. And uh, in the midst of all that, we've been talking about surviving Christmas. Now, today I've got Andy, I've got We've got Jim here, we've got Robbie, and we've got Sam on the phone. Sam, I'm going to go to you first before we set up this first clip because we've been talking about surviving Christmas, and I think this week what we're going to touch on is life changes and how that affects your, uh, your Christmas season. Would you elaborate on that a little bit for us? Yeah, thanks, Dennis. The,
2: um, yeah, I think the one thing that's common in everybody's life, that nothing stays the same, You know, I mean, there's some things that stay the same, but over time, everything changes, whether that's kids grow up and move on, we lose somebody that we love at Christmas that won't be around anymore, there's a divorce, uh, somebody gets married, and now you're splitting time with four different sets of parents or two different sets of parents, whatever the case may be, and, and there's just lots of changes. There's job changes, there's health changes there's all sorts of life changes that really can, can really affect you at, at Christmas and, and make it hard to, to kind of get through at times.
1: Yeah, for sure. And I don't know that we can touch on all those in the show, but we're certainly going to give it a go. Uh, if you're listening for the first time, we, got, we really like to illustrate our points through movie clips. And uh, Robbie's our resident funny guy with the clips. He likes to get in a funny clip and start things out and use a little humor. And this particular movie is, is pretty funny. I've seen it before.
0: Yeah, those who know Stu well know that this is his half brother, um, <laughs> Elf, and uh, talk about your life changes. I mean, if you grew up thinking that you're an elf and you found out you were human, I mean, it's devastating. And clearly, Mr. <laughs> Narwhal um, <laughs> had something to say about that. And of course, the guy, uh, you know, the Elf's father finding out that his life changed drastically. But the character arc in the movie is, is one of the wonderful things that I love about Christmas movies, is watching the father, how he learns through the elf, you know, how to love well, even his own son, even the son, you know, that he knew about already. But of course, we got to have a listen to Stu's half-brother.
3: Hi. Your costume is pretty.
0: Oh, it's not a costume. I'm an elf. Oh. Well... Technically, I'm a human, but I was raised by elves. New
4: Line Cinema presents the story of one elf who's coming home for Christmas.
0: Boy. Can't wait to see my dad. We're we're gonna go ice skating and eat sugar plums. (laughs) Sorry! Now... I think someone sent you a Christmas gram. Dad! We should call security. Good idea. I like to whisper, too. Buddy's experiencing a world he never knew existed. But he's your son. What am I gonna do? He's certifiably insane. Discovering what it takes to fit in and going where no elf has gone before. What he needs is to be nurtured. Bring him home, introduce him to Emily and Michael. How long do you think you'll be with us? (sighs) I was thinking like forever. stay here we can't just throw him out in the snow he loves the snow he's told me 15 times ow son of a nutcracker we can take him where did you say you were from this holiday season
4: get ready i plan out our whole day i thought maybe we could make gingerbread houses and maybe even hold hands
0: for a tall tale How are we gonna get the star on top? of elfish proportions. I got it. Will Ferrell. Okay, people, Santa's coming to town. Ta- Santa! Oh, my! I know him. I know him. Elf. Do you remember me? Dude, I didn't recognize I know. I'm in work clothes. I didn't know you had elves here. Oh, you're, you're hilarious, my friend. Did you have to borrow a reindeer to get down here? Hey, you're feeling strong, my friend.
4: Call me elf one more time. He's an angry elf. <laughs> Look at you.
2: Ow!
0: Buddy the elf, what's your
1: favorite color? Put that down. I think that everyone needs an elf around for Christmas. That would that would solve all the problems,
0: wouldn't it, Robbie? It would get you laughing anyway. That's it
1: for sure. would for sure. Sam, what what what's that have to do with surviving Christmas, man?
2: <laughs> Mike, you got obviously lots of life changes going on there. From uh, Buddy, the elf, who uh, th- you know thought he was uh, living a different life than what he is, and the dad that finds out he has a, a full uh, adult son. It's a little bit off of uh, what he would consider considered to be norm. Yeah, you know, definitely, <laughs> there was a lot going on for him that Christmas.
1: That's for sure. Jim, you, have you experienced any life changes like that in, at Christmas time? The most, one of the most significant months
4: of my life was December of 1999. On the third, my father died. On the 27th, my daughter was buried, and it just hit me while we were sitting here that one of the wonderful lady counselors at our church once told me that her favorite word is bittersweet, and I didn't really, I mean, I okay, yeah, I can see. I don't like bitter. Give me sweet. Mm -hmm. But... That was a bittersweet month, and for so many, that's what the holidays are. Um, candy, tremendous candy corn, <laughs> <group>. <laughs> I'm not a candy <laughs> corn person. We won't start there. Those are but, the
0: three food good. groups. <laughs> but really the,
4: the the real.
1: <laughs> He's I'm still sorry, on I the can... funny.
4: The funny was a while ago. We're done with funny yeah, now. All right, all right. <laughs> Stay with me. It's going to take him a while. <laughs> But and and that is I mean Christmas time for me is a time of a lot of laughter, a lot of tears. Yeah. A lot of introspection, a lot of reaching out and touching people that I love. And it really is bittersweet's a good description yeah. now
1: in my life. For sure. Well Andy, we've got uh we're going to use one of probably everyone's favorite all time Christmas movies. It's a wonderful life. It's been on since what the thirties or forties. Uh, I think one of the networks actually airs it every single year. And I think one of the reasons is it's such a great story and it encompasses so much of surviving Christmas, Mm -hmm. not just that, but, but life changes because poor George, he goes through quite a bit here.
3: Yeah, he sure does. Um, yeah, I've, I used to teach us in Sunday school. I, it made such an impact the first time I heard, uh, uh, um, watched the movie. I mean, I'd heard a lot about it. People, you got to watch it. So it made a, a significant impact on me. Mm-hmm. But um, the clip we have coming up, um, basically, uh, George has hit a bad time in his life. He was looking. He had great plans. He was, he was going to be a. Um, a pilot I believe it was he had all these dreams and his his brother um i mean his uh his father wanted him to take over the building alone that kind of went bad there was a, an, a um, I guess a uh, uh protagonist or some a, an evil person kind of in there that he fights with and he he's he gets to the point where he's destitute because he's lost all the people's money in the building alone and and uh you have to have to watch a movie if you haven't seen it but essentially, he gets to the point where he's like, I wished I had never been born. And, and, and in his life, he had impacted so many people, he, he never saw that, really. And you'll see that as we go on, not to not, uh, talk too much about the detail, but um, he, even saving his brother at a young age, he saved him from um, uh, an, an accident and stuff. So let's hear the clip. Yeah,
1: so you still think killing yourself would make everyone feel happier, right? Eh? Oh, I don't
4: know. I guess you're right. I
1: suppose it'd been better if I'd never been born at all. What'd you say? I said I wish I'd never been born. Oh, you mustn't say things like that. You... Wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's an idea. What do you think?
4: Yeah, that'll do it. All right.
1: You've got your wish. You've
2: never been born. You don't have to make all that fuss about it.
1: (laughs) Sam, you know, I think that there's probably someone listening out there today that during this time of year, maybe that thought has crossed their mind because of things that have gone on in their life that they wish they've never been born. I know that years ago when I was going through a separation and divorce, Uh, When Christmas time came, I wasn't the happiest camper around. And I have to admit, there were times I was thinking, you know, sometimes, God, I wish I'd never been born because none of this seems to be going so well. And that makes it particularly hard this time of year, doesn't it, Sam? You know, it
2: can. You know, it can if you. I mean, it all depends on your situation, Dennis. Mm -hmm. You know, if you are at a place where you're alone, that's obviously really hard. If you're fortunate enough to you have the opportunity to have your kids with you that, you know, sometimes you can shift the focus off of that yeah, and onto them, but it does make it very difficult. And that feeling of, you know, what difference am I really making in life? I think people feel through a variety of reasons, you know, but I think the thing that that movie does really well is show all the little touches and big touches that we actually have in other people's lives. And, and without any of this, there's, there's
1: a role that goes unplayed. Yeah, yeah and I think we're going to get that, to that better side after the break. But, Robbie, I mean, you've, your life has been full of some twists and turns. You've even had some of that recently where things have gone on in your family. Uh, it makes it tough this time of year to, to, to have that true joy that comes with knowing that you know, Christ is born and being with family and enjoying this time.
0: Yeah, Zuzu's pedals do it for me though. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, it's it's always no, seriously, it that was the part that George didn't seem to remember well. Is there's a whole lot of people to love on that he he played an important role, yet, you know, he certainly he played a great role in his brother's life and, you know, Mr. Moretti or whoever he, he saved from the, you know, bad pills and all that stuff. But what's going on is there's a lot of people that really needed George to love them well in the present time. And, you know, not to mention Donna Reed, and she deserved it. I'm (laughs) telling (laughs) you, for sure.
1: (laughs) Robbie can always put a bright light on things, can he? Well, we've got more to talk about surviving Christmas and uh, going through life changes and surviving Christmas. We invite you to log on to MasculineJourneyRadio.org where you can find information on our upcoming boot camp. You can also go to our podcast, listen to any of our past shows. Hi, this Sam with
2: Masculine Journey. I'm here with my son Eli. We're going to talk about ways that you can help support the ministry. One way, you can go to smile.amazon.com. There's information on our website there on how to do that.
0: Then you can go to Facebook.com where you can click the Donate button. Or you can go to masculinejourneyradio.org. Once again, look for the donate button.
2: Or if you want to mail something in, mail it to PO Box 550, Kernersville, North Carolina, 27285.
3: I am William Wallace. You've come to fight as free man. and free men you are. What will you do without freedom?
0: Find out from Jesus what you will do with that freedom. A four-day adventure with God. It's a masculine journey radio boot camp. Bootcamp Camp is designed to give men permission to be what God designed them to be, passionate warriors for the kingdom. Coming in April the 12th through the 15th. Go to MasculineJourneyRadio.org to register while you're thinking about
4: it. Have yourself a merry
1: little Christmas. Let your heart
0: be light. From now on, our troubles
4: will be out of sight.
1: And all the angels sang. Welcome back to the Masculine Journey radio show. That was the Frank Sinatra version, guys, of Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. That one line is, has always kind of gotten to me where he says, From now on, your troubles will be out of sight as if Christmas brings a time of no more trouble in your life. And I don't find that always to be true. Do you, Jim? Not only always, (laughs) uh, probably never.
4: We're always going to have trouble in this life. And Christmas is a time we're looking at or should be looking at the one who has resolved all those problems that we're going to have in this life. So if you don't have I mean, I, there's a sign that bothers me. Says, "Keep Christ in Christmas." We can't take Him out. He's
1: central to it. So
4: that if that's your focus, then your troubles will eventually be out of sight. But until yeah. we're with Him, not so much.
1: I think that's the danger of if the focus of Christmas is on everything but Christ. That uh, it's a it's kind of like a what do you call it? It's kind of like short-term gratification that, you know, it's really good for a day or really good for a few weeks. And then you get back to your real life because we don't really sense or know that. I, I think about folks that don't know Christ when they come to Christmas time. It's like, where do they go with that? Now the, the
4: song that I hate hearing this time of year, and it's like every fourth song played on Christmas radio is Last Christmas, I Gave You My Heart. Oh, wham.
1: That's the worst ever.
4: (laughs) But that's how a lot of people see Christmas,
2: and that's
1: sad. Yeah. Sam, that was your favorite Christmas song, though, wasn't it? George Michael, that old wham thing?
2: Yeah, Robbie and I used to like to sing that together. I figured.
1: I figured. And you probably did it quite well. I have to turn the station every time I hear that. We've got another clip, and this one is from my new favorite Christmas movie, I'd have to say. Now, it's not, it's a PG 13. It's got some language in it, uh, I must tell you. It's got a, a couple of scenes in it that are kind of interesting. But I just found it, fu- and I told Sam a few nights ago, I texted him, I said, man, you got to watch this movie. I was laughing my head off. Uh- then by the end of it, I was crying. The movie's called Almost Christmas. Now, to kind of set this up, guys, and then Sam, I'm going to come to you after this clip because I think maybe you can shed some light on this. But it's really this family getting together for Christmas. And it's the first Christmas without the wife. His wife died 10 months earlier, um, and they were truly, truly in love. And he thought the sun rose and set with his wife. There's no doubt about that. The family all comes in. Their mother's gone. Their grandmother's gone. And the dad is trying to to put together this family Christmas, but the family comes in, and they have all these different dynamics and things going on from divorce to running for office to – Everything that's happening and and a son that's playing football and a lot of different things here, the clip that I chose was one where and it really kind of set the ho the, the, it really kind of set for me what the whole movie was about throughout this movie. The Danny Glover character who was the dad uh Walter, he's trying to make her sweet potato pie recipe. He's trying to make the sweet potato pie because it was perfect, and he tries and tries and tries and he can't get it. And they can't find the tin.
0: Did they leave the sugar out?
1: It's not the sugar-free no. pumpkin pie, <laughs> it's, folks. You'd have to go back a, th- a few years to hear that story about Robbie and the sugar-free pumpkin pie. But they can't find their mother's. They can't find her tin that has all the recipes in it. So he's he's making he's trying this again. I think it's his granddaughter that's told him to put the love in it, and. He's talking to his wife. He's actually got a picture of his wife there, and he's talking to his wife as he's going through that. I think one of his daughters comes through. Listen to what happens here.
0: Hey, you could tell me where the tan is. Uh, I thought I heard somebody down here. Hey, sweetheart. Hey.
1: <sighs> uh-huh. Gosh, she had the best smile.
0: Yeah, she had the best everything. It's good to have you home. Yeah, I wish you and Cheryl were getting along
1: better. Yeah, been that way since we were kids. I don't know, I mean, I guess even in family, sometimes people just don't
0: fit. You should have seen how I used to fight with my big brother. <laughs> <laughs> ah.
1: oh, I know you're not trying to make mom's food potato pie, are you?
0: There's never been a Maya's Christmas without it. And, and if I'm gonna make it, I'm gonna make it right.
1: Every thought of you
2: huh.
1: And I forget to do The little ordinary what do you think, Mom?
2: things That everyone ought to do I'm living in a kind a dream, I'm happy as a queen. Just a little bit of cinnamon. I remember, remember that. But foolish.
3: Sweet banana. Though it may seem. Alright. The
1: nutmeg. Me, that's the box. Everything. I can't remember how much milk you the put in this. idea of you. Uh-huh.
2: Longing here
1: for you. Now, Sam, I don't want to uh, spoil the ending for you on this movie before you see it, but let me just say that the sweet potato pie turns out pretty good in the end. And
0: uh, it seems I didn't like... I hear it, him say sugar. I never we, heard him say he was putting sugar in there. I'm just just you, paying You attention. thought it was sugar. <laughs> Robbie's still dealing with
1: the sugar three, three things, Sam. But the reason why I wanted to talk to you about this a moment, Sam, is because you've... you know. We, you and Robbie experienced the loss of your moms. You know, my sister's passed away this year. That's going to affect my parents greatly here at this time of the year. How do we survive Christmas with that loss? Now, he's finding his way in doing that, and the family does come together in the end, but that's kind of a movie ending. I mean, it doesn't always end like a movie. Um, how do we survive Christmas when we've experienced loss, and that's such a big change in our lives?
2: Hi. I You need a- <clears> to... <throat> At some point, when the morning, the, the worst part of the morning is past, you, you know, you have to step into the realm of loving others. You know, you have to loving others will pull you through that. We just had a great experience this last weekend that I really didn't plan on talking about. But when my mom was on her deathbed, one of the things she kept doing is she kept bringing her hands together. You know, like she was trying to <clears throat> push something together, and she was telling us, and we all knew what it was, was stay together. No matter what happens, I want all you kids to stay together. And we were all together this weekend in Florida, and then we made a, a pact moving forward that that same weekend every year, at least the, the siblings will get together, if not extended families, and love each other uh, you know, through our mom in a way that's that's unique and new, and you know, for us it was just a real healing time. Of, even a few years later, of knowing our mom continues to live on through us by honoring some of the stuff she asked us to do.
1: That's awesome. That's just really cool. That that out of her loss has come something that's going to affect the family. Now, Andy. I want to go back to you because we're going to wind things up with this last clip from it's a wonderful life. You know, George has been through this where he finds out what it's like to never have never been born because no one knows him anymore. And now we come back to a time where he's coming back to life and we see the other side of this story.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Things finally get put back in order. Uh, George gets his perspective back. He had to go through some time of, looking seeing what life was like without his impact on it and looking Robbie mentioned earlier as we were talking about this his focus had become on so much on the smaller story but he got his big larger story perspective and that's really what we need to do at times we are a lot of during the holiday season we focus in on running here and fro to get the presents and make everybody happy or or th- dealing with our uh aloneness or uh, that that kind of thing but to really get a a perspective on the larger story and really what it's all about in God's story. It it, it changes our our view of things. Clarence! Clarence! Help me, Clarence! Get me back! Get me back, I
4: don't care what happens to me! Get me back to my wife and kids! Help me, Clarence, please! Please! I want to live again! I want to live again! I want to live again. Please, God, let me live again. Hey, George! George! You all right? Hey, what's the matter? Now get out of here, Berger. I'll hit you again. Get out of here. What the Sam Hill are you yelling for, George? You. George, Bert, do you know me? Know you? Huh, you kidding? I've been looking all over town trying to find you. I saw your car piled into that tree down there and I thought maybe you... Hey, your mouth's bleeding. Are you sure you're all right? What you... <sighs>
0: <laughs> My mouth's bleeding, Bert! My mouth's bleeding! Zuzu's pedals! Zuzu! <laughs> there they are! Bert! What do you know about that?
1: Merry Christmas! That's what you were talking about, Robbie. I mm, forgot right, all about yeah, that. Yeah. So out of so what I'm hearing here is out of out of all of these life changes, out of all the things that are tough and maybe bad that are going on, out of the loneliness, that something tremendous can come from that, as Sam has shared, about his family and Robbie.
0: Well it is Jesus' twenty twenty birthday. He's been around twenty two thousand twenty years. And if he just think, you know, how would he want you to celebrate his birthday? Bring as many people to the party as possible and love, just as Sam said, find a way to love the people in your sphere of influence well, and in in doing so, uh, you bring the true spirit of Christmas, which is Christ.
1: Yeah. Sam, any closing thoughts? Well, you
2: know, we just have to step outside of our own um, loss, whatever that loss is and realize there are other people that are in a worse place or that need our love or need us to be a part of their lives more than we would ever know and, and to step into those roles more fully. Absolutely. Um, you know, and, and maybe it's create new traditions or maybe it's do something a little different. But, you know, find a way to, to love others where they are and, and, and go towards them.
1: Folks, thanks for joining us for the Masculine Radio Show, Surviving Christmas. We'll talk to you next week. Until then, may God be with you.